the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dottie Herman, as you know, and of course, welcome to Iron Real Estate. We cover everything real estate, which is just about everything. We have a great show for you today. Um, We have a special guest who's been on our show before from Douglas Elliman, and it's Alfred Renner, and he is the Senior Managing Director of Sales. He will talk all about the latest Real estate trends and, of course, the New York City market, which across the country everybody looks at and wants to know about because there is only one New York City. (laughs) And we're very fortunate to be living here. Um, We also have another special guest who's the expert on insurance who's been on the show for the last 10 years, Peter Conti, who's a partner at Hona Conti Perino, and talk about insurance. And, of course, we'll be joined at the beginning of the second hour by the show's resident legal expert. And by the way, he's one of the smartest guys I know, um, attorney Stephen Ebert. And he's a partner at the prestigious firm Kassin & Kassin. And he will fill us in on the latest legal developments in business. And you always want to keep track of what's going on there. And of course, if you have any questions, you can feel free to call us at 866-970-9622. Or you can email at DottieHerman.com or Real Estate Show or just listen to 970 on your AM radio. Uh, but you can always reach me, look for my Dottie Herman. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, you name it. takes me hours with my social media, but I'll always get back to you. It might not be that day, but I will always get back to you. Uh, Real Estate, of course, our show, and thank you, Citizens Bank, is sponsored by Citizens Bank, the place to go for a mortgage or just get mortgage information. And by the way, I always tell you, mortgage is power. And the more you know, the better off you'll be. So you can check out their website at citizensbank.com. You can call them at 800-922-9999. And the wonderful thing about today is you can reach people and communicate any way that you find comfortable to communicate. Communicate. Citizens Bank, of course, has that name, Citizens, because They were founded to help citizens, regular people like you and me, and uh, they do take big corporations, but they really spend time to explain anything you need to know. And there's so much information today. You know, when I started the real estate business, there was three mortgages, a conventional 30-year mortgage. Uh, There was a VA mortgage, obviously, if you weren't a veteran, you couldn't qualify that. There was an FHA which was funded, you know, by the Federal Housing Administration. And of course, there were some adjustable mortgages. Actually, if I recall, I was telling somebody the other day, 
that in 1981, listen to this, so don't complain about rising mortgage rates because they're still relatively low. In 1981, interest rates hiked by the Federal Reserve to put the brakes on inflation pushed the mortgage to the rate to the rate of 18.6 and i remember buying a house and getting a 5 year adjustable mortgage that was at 11% that went up to 15 or something of that nature and i was oh my god like i'm at 11% how great that is and uh, if you look at it today historically mortgage rates are up but historically, over the years, if they're still relatively low, and remember, you can deduct all your interest on the interest rate. So it's, you know, and people ask me all the time, is it a good time to buy? It's always a good time to buy. It's what you do and what you look at when you buy. Um, I'd love to be here to introduce Ace, who does our, he's been with me since the very beginning of our show, who does all of our financing, but he is away at business. He's uh, traveling this week, so I will have to implement for him, but I think I can manage. Uh, you know, so I was had a very busy weekend. I, uh, I'm on the board of Adelphi University, so they kicked off their totally redone university center, um, which was absolutely beautiful. Uh, gorgeous, great, wonderful environment for students to just get together, congregate, have meetings. And then I flew to Hofstra, which is not far if you live on Long Island from Adelphi. And um, Michael Harris, Harrison, who was kind of the uh, king of talk radio, he has Talkers Magazine. He does something every year uh, and has all talk radio hosts and people that do talk radio. And uh, Although my main profession is real estate, I've long considered the media, especially radio, to be my second career. I love it. I really do. Um, so I've been doing it over uh, well over a decade, and I hope to do more of it. So I'm always one who says you've got to continue to learn, and the day that you think you know everything is the day you should kind of call it quits. So I go to these uh, – so I went yesterday, and I've – listen to a lot of the tips on talk radio and all of the different people speaking, and it was a wonderful event. And then I scooted back to uh, Adelphi to finish uh, my dinners there. So I had a very busy week, but very fulfilling. And I'm not done yet. I'm still here. But as I was preparing for the show today, I, you know, and every, every Friday because I try to keep you very much up to date on everything that's going on. So when I put the show together and write it, I, I wait till Friday nights, and then I kind of look and see, hey, is anything new that's just come up so that you get the latest news? And it's kind of a very kind of confusing time, I think, because you, these are some of the, you know, as I'm reading, it says, well, inflation is the highest it's been for, I don't know, 40 years or something like that. Yeah, I think inflation hit a 40-year high. Um, gasoline is top $5. Uh, the average, uh, oh, the rents. The rents in New York City like are averaging like $5,000 a month, which really 
uh, is astronomical. I don't know how anyone's going to afford to rent. Interest rates are going up. Then you're hearing looming talks about a recession. I mean, they don't. I don't personally think we're going to have one, but that's just an opinion. Uh, but you do hear, you know, talks of a, of a recession. Some people say, oh, we're in one already. Some people say it's going to come. Some people say it's not going to come. Um, just to give you an indication, I looked up what the experts think, and it doesn't mean that it's correct. It's just their guess. But the experts say, oh, well, prices went up in I think, last year about 20%, 21%. This year about 10-something. And they expect prices to go up 5% next year in 23. So for those who are thinking, and people are saying, well, what am I going to do? You know, should I? Do you buy if you think that there might be a recession? Do you not buy with rents the way you are? Do you try to buy something or do you just kind of sit on the sidelines or try to rent someplace else? Um, We're in a time of so many uncertainties that it's really hard to kind of make real decisions. So I think that I'd like to talk about some of those things today and talk about some of the ways people look at it and remember something. When you're reading stories and articles, and it's just like the news, you can listen to three to four different stations, and you probably sound like you're listening to a whole different story. So everyone's different, and there's no one-size-fits-all. So when you're listening to news and you're listening to people give you information and things that you should do, those are general rules, and you have to really look at your own financial picture and your own goals. I always tell somebody, look at your age, because as a rule of thumb, the older that you get, the less risk you want to take, because unless you have so much money, it doesn't matter. You don't have as much time to make it up if you make a mistake. So there's a lot of things to look at. And um, when you hear that Manhattan rents hit almost $5,000 for the first time, and a typical lease is 25% more expensive from a year ago. Uh, crazy. Um, how do people afford it? Okay. And, and, and where's the demand coming one? You know, and despite the pandemic, and I fully don't think New York is even back 100% yet, uh, in May there were almost 5,000 new leases signed an increase of 48% from a year ago, and the third straight month of a market expansion. Luxury rentals, which make up the top 10% of the most expensive leases, uh, had a median price of 10443 and that's up, <coughs> excuse me, I am recovering from pneumonia, so excuse me if I cough here or there, um, that's up 16.7% from May 21. The average rent for luxurious homes was up to $13,500 per month. I mean, when you hear these numbers, they almost sound crazy. And I think we have a real problem and that we have to really look at affordable housing and for the, you know, what happens to an average person? I mean, it, it's kind of crazy. Um, and the inventory has kept New York City's rental market extremely competitive. Um, and, you know, summer is always the busiest time for leasing. 
Um, but this year, conditions have even reached new heights. Um, so listen to this. The neighborhoods that saw the biggest increases in price were Midtown East, where the average rent rose 53% annually to $5,595 a month. Chelsea Flatiron remained the priciest neighborhood with an average monthly rent of 6485 And in Brooklyn, the median rent increased about 18% year over year. In Queens, um, it reached an average of almost 3000 a month, up 19.6% from a year ago. So with these numbers, there's so many decisions that people have to make. And I thought we'd kind of go through that because... If you look at what's going on, you're hearing, of course, gas is up. The NASDAQ was down. I believe department stores took a hit. Um, we have inflation. And from what I'm hearing, at first they said this is going to be temporary, then the inflation is not going to be here for long, and now they're backtracking on that. And they're saying, no, it's going to be here longer than you think. Um, so people have decisions, Okay. Our home price is going to fall. Um, Americans' household wealth declined for the first time um, in two years. I mean, because with inflation, your money doesn't last as long. So in saying all this, what should you do? So, you know, with rent so high, is it a good time to buy? Um. Should you, or people say, well, look, it's very competitive. The prices went up. Now the interest rates are up. So I don't, I don't, I don't know if I qualify. And there are people who have told me that they, you know, if you qualified at a two and a half percent, three percent interest rate, maybe six or seven months ago, if the interest rates are over five now, you might not qualify anymore. So ACE isn't here, but I would tell you. Absolutely, it's free. It doesn't cost anything. You sit down with somebody at Citizens or your banker and sit down and look at all of the different options you have because there are many ways to buy. And there are many different types of mortgage. And if you think about it, most people take that traditional 30-year mortgage, which means that I'm going to take this mortgage and 30 years later I'll pay it off in full. Uh, but most people don't stay in houses for 30 years. So maybe you don't need to take a 30-year mortgage. Maybe you can take an adjustable mortgage that has less interest rates uh, and um, depending. Or maybe you think that your job is going to be growing and that you're going to get a bonus. There's a lot of different options, and there's a lot of way to finance things. Um, and so you should know those options. And, of course, how does remote working, which, I mean, this is just my opinion, but I don't think that we're going to see people go back to work every day anymore. I think that they're going to basically want to work, go to work a couple of days a week. (coughs) Excuse me. But are going to want to have a shorter work week where they can work at home a day or two. So how does that affect homes? How does that affect pricing? Would that allow you to move a little further out in the suburbs where you could probably find a cheaper price? Um, does that 
save you on commuting costs so that maybe you could afford more of a house because if you don't have to commute, I mean, commute is expensive. If you don't have to commute as much, maybe that's a savings. Um, you need a bigger place because you're going to be working at home. Um, there's a lot of different things to to kind of go over. So I kind of think that you should ask yourself, number one, Explore your mortgage options, and the best way to do it, don't ask a friend. I know that friends want to give you good advice, but they're not the experts, and a lot of times they're telling you what works for them, and that might not be your circumstance. Sit down with a professional person and sit and see the different options. What's available doesn't mean you have to do any of them. But information is free, and if it's free, you might as well take advantage of it so that you know. So ask yourself, what do my savings look like? And when you're looking at your savings, if you're thinking of purchasing a home, um, do I have the right down payment? Plus, I mean, just as a rule of thumb, there's nothing that's concrete, but a rule of thumb you should have from four to six months of living expenses in case of emergency. I mean, you don't want to cut yourself to the bone where, you know, you put everything into buying the house and the closing costs and all of that stuff and you don't have a dollar because I can tell you, even if you bought a brand new house that was just newly constructed, something will go wrong. I mean, you know, <laughs> there's always something. So you have to kind of have a reserve. Uh, reserve. And then you want to say what kind of financing. Uh and, you know, of course, we tell you every week you want to get pre-approved or if not, you want to get a mortgage commitment. Um, of course, you want to examine your credit score because, remember, when they quote rates and you see rates come out, if you don't have a high credit score, at least a 740, if you don't have a high credit score, you won't qualify for those rates. Those rates are usually for the customers and people that have pretty good credit. It, the worse that your credit is, the higher rate you're going to get because you're more of a risk. So you want to do that ahead of time. You want to check your credit. And, again, there's many mistakes. Sometimes it's not that your credit's bad. Sometimes they just made a mistake. You want to make sure there's no mistakes on it, um, and you want to make sure that you get it in the best shape possible. And as I said on past shows, you might want to pay off some, you know, if you have a car payment, or pay off some loans. Uh, because the better your credit is, the better rates you will get on your mortgage. It, so they're all intertwined. And then you have to say to yourself, do I really want to buy? Because remember something, although I'm a believer of real estate, I believe in that more than any other investment. Uh, however, it's not for everyone. And when you buy something, you make a commitment to all the expenses that come with that. And as I said, when you have a home, something's going to go wrong. Uh, you know, there's always something. Whereas when you rent, okay, I'm going to finish this. I know we have a quick break, but I'm going to talk about things that you should think about in making a decision whether you should buy or rent or maybe rent something further away or buy a second home. We're going to examine this in a second. We'll be right back taking a quick commercial break.
New York City's first and only life plan community, River's Edge, will soon be built on a 32-acre campus along the Hudson River, just minutes away from Grand Central and Riverdale. River's Edge, a community for adults ages 62 and up, combines a cosmopolitan lifestyle with the security of knowing that if your health changes, your needs can be met seamlessly right where you live. You have a life plan with easy access to uninterrupted on-site care at no additional cost, no matter how your needs change. River's Edge, your plan for wonderful. Call 844-55-RIVER. That's 844-55-RIVER or visit at riversedge.org. Ladies, are you tired of hair loss products that don't work? Then meet Rivella. Powered by breakthrough ingredient Procelanil, Rivella hair serum directly targets and reawakens hair follicles. After a six-week clinical trial using Rivella, 97% of women saw thicker, fuller-looking hair. So try Rivella risk-free today at rivellahair.com and enter code RADIO15 for 15% off. That's rivellahair.com. R-E-V-E-L-A hair.com. The Russian Tea Room is a treasured, globally renowned cultural institution where people of all ages and backgrounds have been having unforgettable dining and celebratory experiences for 95 years. Founded by the Russian Imperial Ballet in 1927, this beloved establishment remains a sanctuary of fine cuisine and elegance and a bastion of delectable, decadent, glamorous fun. Join them for a luxurious, world-class experience of unparalleled quality and exceptional value. Located slightly to the left of Carnegie Hall, six minutes and 23 seconds from Lincoln Center and a stone's throw from Broadway, call 212-581-7100. That's 212-581-7100. Mention Rob Taub and Broadway at the Russian Tea Room for a free drink with dinner. 150 West 57th Street between 6th and 7th Avenues. RussianTeaRoomNYC.com. That's RussianTeaRoomNYC.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. After driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, we believe Mitsubishi Motors now launches its most exciting lineup ever. Get thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Choose from a wide selection of trim levels in either front-wheel drive or all-wheel control, all featuring the flexibility of third-row seating. With special finance and lease programs, you'll be sure to find just the right Mitsubishi Outlander for you. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit Freehold mitsubishi.com that's freeholdmitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788 732-863-2788 freehold mitsubishi listen to us online at am970theanswer.com tune in iheart alexa or odyssey.com jamie's log progressive the harrington's backyard day 11 4 43 a.m the tent i set up in the harrington's backyard to prove progressive as 24 7 protection has a rip in it but a little rain won't stop me mrs harrington said she totally understands 24 7 protection means 24 7 gonna stay a few more days to make sure it's hailing now that's fun progressive doesn't just offer a great price when you bundle home and auto we offer round-the-clock protection just not literally from jamie coverage from progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms bundle discount not available in all states or situations bear the rescue dog had very flaky skin dropping a lot of fur and levette wanted to do steroid injections i was at a dead end d-i-n-o-v-i-t-e dot com 
probably six weeks after we started using Dynavite. No more flaky skin. It doesn't scratch and itch. It was awesome. You get some Dynavite, how happy your dog will be. Every rescue dog in America deserves Dynavite for 90 days. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back. We're listening to Eye on Real Estate. Of course, we're talking about all the different headlines, inflation, high rents, uh, possible recessions. And there's no one better to speak about what's going on than one of the best real estate guys that I know in New York City and a friend, Alfred Renner, Senior Managing Director of the East Side. And Alfred brings seasoned sales, marketing, management, and technology savvy to the position of Managing Director of East Side Sales. And Alfred plays a key role in the organic growth of the company, flagship East office, but Alfred has been involved with Douglas Elliman for, I don't want to say that'll make him sound old and he's very handsome and looks very young, but he's been here forever and it really was involved with so much and one of the smartest guys I know. Um, because he knows that even the largest real estate company is no bigger than each agent's individual performance, Alfred boasts that his successful management style that instills confidence and forces every agent's unique business style. Good morning, Alfred. Good morning, Dottie. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. But it's all true. It's all true. <laughs> I think you're one of the best. I think you're great. I think that you were involved God knows how long ago, you know, with the early technology and the and the tributes and the trials that we went through. And, you know, Albert, I, I, I was last night, you know, when I got to with all the events I had, I, I kind of was going, looking through the headlines, you know, and, you know, and I'm reading, okay, how, you know, what, rents are up to price, the highest they've ever been. Um, people are, you know, blue, I don't know if it was Bloomberg, some people are saying possible recession, some people are saying uh, that the economy is likely to blow hot and cold uh, for the immediate future, and it swings between fears of inflation, which is at the highest it's been over 40 years, and fears of contractions, uh, then the, you'll hear there's a warning of a recession. Uh, now, I don't think that's going to happen, but that's just my opinion. But even if it does not hit, it will maybe hurt the economy. Like Now, of course, those things make headlines. The sun is shining every day. It does not really make people read papers. So we know everybody has to have a little drama, okay, for them to be headlines. Yeah. But you're in the city, you're so hands-on, um, and of course, and I, I would say myself, I never expected the city to come back as quickly, as, as boldly as it. What is your read on what's going on in the real estate market in the city and in real estate in general? Dottie, I will tell you this. Um, of course, there are, there are factors put into place with the rising of, of interest rates which is all intentional to slow down the amount of money that's being spent in the economy because of inflation. And the idea behind that is to just, for all of us, you, me, and everyone else, just not to spend money. Um, but I think when the pandemic hit us all, and we all paused, the world paused, everyone thought about their lives and what they wanted to do and what they wanted to accomplish. 
It's true. So I think I think the desire to change your life, whether that means moving into Manhattan, moving into the suburbs, being closer to your grandchildren, that desire to move your life forward is greater than than the implementation of tactics to slow down the economy. I will tell you this, the month of May, we just came out of the month of May, um, was one of the strongest months ever this year. It was wow. in fact the same, the same strength for Douglas Elliman, it was $1.3 billion in contract signed, equal wow. to that of one year ago when interest rates were a lot lower. Yeah, they were probably about two something, probably about right. three, if that's right. So I think with the rise of the interest rates, it has not yet slowed people down from buying real estate. I think what people are doing is maybe they're shifting the type of financing they're doing and going from a 30 year mortgage perhaps to like a 7 1. Now, interestingly enough, the average length of time spent in a property is just about four years. It used to be seven years. Now it's down to about four years. So if you're buying, you don't need to buy, go into a 30-year mortgage. You can go into a 7-1, a which is a lower interest rates. But people are finding a way to move forward with their lives. I, um, I asked one of our top brokers, tell me who's buying the last few sales. She had three sales on Park Avenue. I said, who's buying? I'm just curious. Right. Right. The three, these three sales happened to have been by um, grandparents that wanted to be near their grandchildren and children, not moving into the city. They already have a primary home outside of Manhattan, but they're buying a secondary residence just so that they can be close by and spend more time together. Now, not everyone is in that situation um, that they have the luxury of buying multiple properties. But it just shows you that in this particular situation, the grandparents value the time with their children and grandchildren, and so they've moved, they're moving closer to them. So that's a motivating factor that's not going to be affected by the rise of interest rates and the government telling us to stop spending money. You know, Alfred, I, I, you didn't probably hear me in the beginning of the show, but I kind of echoed the same thing. And then I went back. Uh, and, you know, in 1981, when we had inflation and they wanted to kind of pull back inflation, they raised the interest rates to, uh, if I have it correctly, 18.6. Okay. And I remember yeah. buying a house and I got an arm, a five-year or adjustable mortgage at like 11 something. And I thought, oh, my God, that's so great. I'm an 11%. And people bought properties. So even though whatever, we were at two and a half, three percent. That is historically, and, 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 and they they kept that undervalued for a long time because we were, you know, with COVID. But we're still traditionally, if you look at, you know, overall interest rates over the years, we're not at a high, it's really not, it's historically not high at, what are we at, five something now? So, and, and as they said, there's many ways you could buy. So I think people have to look at the options. But how are people, I'm looking at the rents, and I was like, how are people going to afford to rent in the city? What's going on? Well, I think now the average rent has just climbed over the $4,000 mark. It did. And and um, 
people are and and there's a line for these rentals. I know. You know the the um average length of time that a rental stays on the market today is between 12 and 14 days. And that that's to the that's to the lease execution. All right? So that property really in the first day or two days has gotten multiple offers, there's negotiations, there's a screening process, and then the leases go out and then they're finally signed. But you've got to be so fast to grab a rental. Otherwise, you're out. You don't have that rental. And, so what do you um, recommend somebody do to be like, even be competitive because it's so, you know, it's, it's the market's crazy. And you, if you don't really, if you're not really on it, you're out. Well, the most uh, aggressive thing that I heard was um, at, as soon as a, a rental came on the market, the um, prospective tenant called the listing broker and said, send me the application immediately. It filled it out and returned it within minutes before she even got to the property. So <laughs> that was her, her way of, of getting ahead of, of the gun. Um, was to get that application handed in ASAP prior to even seeing the property or the open house. So that's one of the tactics to get involved. Um, so but it, in, it, it in is, view of the rents, like the way they, you know, being so high, and obviously, you know, um, and and prices, on, on you know, of course, uh, it's not home buying is high. What do people face? I mean, what kind of decisions should people think about whether they're deciding to rent or buy? Well, and, and most people will choose to own because they're planning on staying for at least a few years or longer. And, and that's why they want to buy. They want the sense of ownership, the pride of ownership. Um, you know, they don't like the idea of spending money. And it doesn't go into like a savings account for them. Um, but rentals work because perhaps you're assigned to the city for one year and then you have to get out. You're moving on or, you know, you're starting a new job and you haven't gotten those bonuses yet. So rentals provide a tremendous opportunity for people that might be a little more transient that are not that don't have the cash just yet for the down payment. Um, it gives them an opportunity to save. So, you know, there's different reasons for buying and there's different reasons for renting. But never have I seen both the sales market and the rental market move as fast as it's moving today. Now, I want to continue talking about that. We have a quick break. But, Alfred, we'll be right back. Alfred Redder, we're talking about New York City and real estate in general, the second home market. Uh, we'll be right back right after the commercial break. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers. For a limited time, you will save $90 on a pair of My Slippers. This blowout sale of the year will not last, so order now. Mike has taken over two years to develop the My Slippers. The My Slippers are designed to wear indoor and out all day long. Made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue. Made with quality leather 
suede. Remember, for a limited time, you will save $90 on a pair of my slippers. Order now, 800-651-0798, 800-651-0798. Use the promo code AM970 or go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use the promo code AM970. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and start getting cash back in every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an extra $0.25 per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. That's promo code SALEM. Remember, use promo code SALEM for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Hey, I just spoke to my buddy Alex Cancella at Route 22 Toyota, and he told me that anyone looking to beat these ridiculous gas prices should get over to see them at Route 22 Toyota in Hillside, New Jersey. That's because they've got one of the area's largest inventories of new Toyota vehicles, including the most fuel-efficient vehicles, like the 39-mile-per-gallon Toyota Camry, the 41-mile-per-gallon RAV4 Hybrid, or the one that started it all, Toyota Prius, which gets a combined 56 miles per gallon. No need to re mortgage your house just to fill up the tank call route 22 toyota at 973-705-8905 let them show you which fuel efficient toyota is right for you plus they're making it easier than ever to get out of your gas guzzler by offering 125 percent of book value on your trade that's right any make any model 973-705-8905 schedule an appointment at route 22 toyota they'll give you 125 percent book value towards a fuel efficient toyota and remember tell them joe piscopo sent you Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Paragon Tap and Table is one of my favorite places to dine. You can usually find me in there once a week, chowing down while enjoying one of the 20 great local craft beers on tap. Join me Thursday, June 16th, 6 p.m., for a beer and food pairing dinner with beer selected from Twin Elephant Brewing that'll match up wonderfully with the cuisine. You'll be able to chat with the brewer and myself during the courses of dinner. More details on the dinner and to purchase tickets, call Paragon at 732-931-1776. For more info on Paragon, head to their website, paragonnj.com. Paragon Tap and Table, 77 Central Avenue in Clark, New Jersey. I hope to see you on Thursday, June 16th. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back. And, of course, we're talking to Alfred Renner, Senior Managing Director of the East Side. Now we're talking about what's going on in the city, what's going on in prices, what's going on with real estate. And I was looking at some of Jonathan's reports and Jonathan Miller, who does the market reports for Douglas Elliman. And um, he basically said that Manhattan's median rent was up 25% from last year. And uh, obviously the monthly rent is just short of $5,000, which we've saying is kind of incredible. 
And the demand for rental properties is still on the rise. And he's like saying people, and I and I and I kind of see this myself. You know, people all kind of left New York City during the pandemic. I mean, you were out in the Hamptons, I was out in the Hamptons, everybody was out there. And now, I mean, I think then some people went to Florida, but after a while, you know, everybody misses New York because there is no place like New York. So people say, well, this is great, but you know, I want to get back. And so, um, it's crazy now. If you were to give advice, because I was looking at some of the questions that people ask is, well, Dottie, if, you, know, you know, in view of in the light that we might have a recession, that we might, you know, that the cost of living is going up, that interest rates have gone up, gasoline's gone up, um, just living has gone up, should we still buy? Or is it better to buy? Or if there is a recession, would we get a cheaper price? Um, or should we wait? Uh, what, you know, I mean, I, I tell people, if you can afford to buy, buy. But that's my advice. I mean, of course, knowing, not knowing your individual circumstances, but um, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, out of every investment, I, I just think if you can afford to buy and you have enough money so that you don't leave yourself penniless, that you have no, you know, spare money, of you should buy. But what is your advice to people? I mean, with the rent so high, uh, it's not like you're really going to save any money. Uh, how do you get started? Well, if you do choose to buy in Manhattan, you the first thing you have to do is talk to a mortgage broker and or a, a real estate broker because you need to get some kind of guidance as to the market conditions interest rates, you want to know what you qualify for, because most people buy something based on what it costs them to carry on a monthly basis. So it isn't really so much about the interest rate. It's more about how much will it cost me every month to live in this property. And that's where a very good mortgage broker will come in and help you with that on a creative level. I mean, right now in, in co-op sales, 73% of the properties are financed. And 65% of those finance properties are contingent on financing. So a lot of there's a misconception that, you know, it's an all-cash market. Now, cash is king. However, the majority of people are still financing. So you need, you need to do that. Then you have to be flexible. There isn't a plethora of properties available to see, and you just keep looking and looking and looking until you strike one that, that feels right. You need to understand, are there 20 properties, 50 properties, two properties that are within your criteria or your parameters? Um, or maybe you make an adjustment. Maybe you decide you're flexible on living in a different neighborhood over the, your first choice of the neighborhood. And that's generally what happens with people is that they, they make compromises. And what you see, what you think you can buy is never is never uh, you can never get enough for the amount of money that you're spending. Whether you're spending a million dollars or thirty million dollars, that buyer thinks that their purchasing power is always greater than than what it actually is, um, which is which is fascinating. But you have to and you have to also understand the market conditions. For example, um, the properties going into 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 contract today are being negotiated on average 1.3% from the asking price. That, and that's for Manhattan. In Brooklyn, wait, so, the wait, wait, so say that again. 
They're, they're, the in other words, they're basically selling for the price that they're asking. Right. So in, if, in other words, let's say the asking price is $1 million, the average discount is just 1.3% off of that. So you're in the very high nines. So you need to understand what the demand is, because if you spend a lot of you invest a lot of your time and effort to find that right property, you don't want to lose it because you're, you're negotiating too, too low. Someone's going to outbid you immediately. So you need to understand right. that. And any good real estate broker can share that that data with you so that when you're ready when you find that right property, you know how to negotiate on that property. Negotiating yeah. in Brooklyn is a little bit different. Um, the the average discount is over the asking price, meaning you have to be prepared to spend more than the than the one million. You may have to spend one point one million on you, the asking. You have to go over the asking price. You have to go over the ask exactly. And unfortunately, people will lose out the first time. Buyer usually loses out because they're not comfortable coming that close to an asking price and they get all upset and unfortunately but that's how they learn and then they spend the time looking for the next property and then they know on the next property you have to pounce you also need well, to have an attorney that understands the market yes. conditions in new york city yes very different from westchester nassau county new jersey yes. you, you know people want to pull in their cousins or their friends that are attorneys and i understand that but they're not going to – ultimately, they won't help you because they don't understand the dynamics of, of co-ops and condominiums. Oh, Alfred, I and tell them all that time, don't use your son-in-law. He probably doesn't want you to use him anyway, but you think it's a freebie <laughs> and you're going to lose money in the long run. But you yeah. know what, Alfred? Going back, we've both been in the business a long time. You know what I say? In the old days, years ago, I remember you made a list. You had a piece of loose-leaf paper – and, of course, it was very easy that they didn't have anything sophisticated. I don't even think they had the Internet. So here was it. Here's what I need to have. Here's what I want to have. Needs over wants. And so I think you've got to kind of make compromises and look at what you need. And you made such an important point before that, hey, it's not only what you can borrow, it's how you want to live. So maybe somebody says, you know, this is what I can borrow. I'm willing to spend X amount more money, but then I'm willing to not go out to dinner. We're willing to sacrifice not doing this, giving up certain things. And others might say, hey, listen, we don't want to do that. So I think you, you have to kind of look at what you're, as you said, not only what you can afford, what you're comfortable in spending. Yes. Yes, you, you have to be comfortable. Um, I mean, I, I think it's fascinating that since the pandemic, you know, work schedules have changed, right? People are no longer in the office five days a week. Some are in three days a week. Some are in one day a week. I think that how people work has changed how people live. Um, we have many people in the outer boroughs uh, or, you know, the bedroom community who are buying apartments in the city so that when they're in the office on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, they have that, that apartment to, to live in, and they don't want to do the commute. And then on Thursday evening, they leave and they're gone and they don't return until Tuesday morning. So that's like another motivating factor in how people have changed their lives. And then again, you have those that are not spending five days in the office and they want to spend time outside of the city. So they keep the apartment and they buy a house outside the city or maybe they downsize the apartment. So there's so many variables on why people are buying and selling. 
Um, it, it's creating this frenzy to to move in, move out, expand. Um, well, I think downside. you're right, and I think the pandemic has really changed how people live. But one thing that it has done, that it's made homes even more important because spending so much time stuck in your home, you kind of realize, hey, wait a second, and then you got used to working out of your home. And that's why I'm thinking that second homes that are drivable, in other words, a second home that you can drive to. Yes. Um, I think are going to be big because I think, as you just said, people can, you know, be in the city a couple of days, and then they, if they can drive, it's not a big deal. They can drive to their second home. Now, I know that sounds like, oh, gee, my gosh, you have to have a lot of money to do that, but you might buy something small somewhere just so you don't have the inconvenience of, of commuting. Others might move right. Others might move out of state and say, well, you know what, I... I can work out of my house. I don't have to be in the office that much. So there's so many different options today. But I never, and I have to tell you, I'm pretty good, and I, I always tell people, never bet against New York, you're going to lose. Uh, hmm. But I never thought we'd come back as quick as we did and that the prices would be, I mean, I thought they would be crazy, but they're, people love New York City. And... Um, people want to be here. Okay. Um, well, who do you see buying? Do you see young, a lot of young people coming to New York? Do you see foreigners? What about foreigners? You know, foreigners, even though everyone thought, oh, gee, oh, Johnny, I'm sure they told you, bring me a foreigner who has a suitcase full of cash. Okay. <laughs> Which obviously was not really the case. But Who's buying New York City, and what about foreigners? Are they starting to come back? What do you What do you that, What do you that, That's a That's a very good question about the international buyer that comes to New York City. Uh, prior to the pandemic, when we were running a healthy market, foreign buyers represented upwards of twenty five percent of the purchases, primarily of of condominiums. Maybe five percent of co ops were purchased by foreigners. Uh, now, now that you know we're we're past the pandemic, if you want to say that, um, what oh, we've seen oh. in the past, and what we've seen now in the past year is we're holding at around twelve, thirteen percent of our buyers are foreigners. So we're not at the twenty, twenty-five percent mark yet, which means we have room to grow with foreign buyers. Um, I would imagine that foreigners really are just waiting for the various opportunities and clearance. Um, to come back into the marketplace. And once that happens, you can only imagine how how more competitive, much more competitive the market will be um, if we have an influx of an additional 15, 10, 15% of buyers. And so, I, my, my thoughts, again, I'm not, you know, nobody knows 100%, but I think you will see that. And I think I just saw on the news, they're starting to lift some of the airline uh, things that they had in place where it's going to be easier Yes. To, you know, and as that happens, and as this pandemic, which I think will kind of, and again, I'm just thinking this is my opinion, will be like a flu, where like every year you'll probably have to take a shot. Like it's not going to go away, but it's kind of hopefully a climax, and it's going to just be like a, a thing you take a shot for. I think you're going to, because people really didn't travel, and, you know, people really and I, you know, live in a, in, a, in, a, in a condo hotel, 
when I tell you, I've lived there 20 years. I have never seen it busier. And I said to some of the guys that work there, I'm like, my God, I've lived here so long, I've never seen it busier. It is jammed. And you know what? It's not jammed with farmers yet. Okay, they're starting to come back. But it's jammed with people like from the Midwest, also the United States that were cooped up, that want to get out and say, let's go to New York because Broadway is open and there's so much to do. Uh, so I think prices are going to just continue uh, rising. I, 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 don't, I think that I, I, I read this, and again, when people predict things, it doesn't mean they're correct. But they're looking at, uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't know if you agree with this or not, but they're looking at that, I think they said we rose about 22%, like in 21, and this year prices will rise about 10%. And next year they're looking um, in 23 at about five or six percent. What are your feelings on that? Should people wait? Should they buy? Do you think there's a recession? Um, what what you know? What is your advice to people? I I would say you need to move your life forward. Don't put it on hold. So if that means buying a property, downsizing, expanding, do it now. Whatever happens in terms of uh, a recession, that's temporary. It only lasts, you know, maybe 12 months, 18 months maximum, and you ride through it. So it doesn't matter. You know, you just have the confidence that this is your life and this is how you, you want to live. You're not willing to compromise your life. Um, and you ride through it, and then we'll hit another, another, another era where the prices will bump up further. And, you know, overall, if you go back 30 years, the overall trajectory is upward. Yes, there's little drops and, you know, maybe catch an opportunity when there's a little bit of a drop in the market. But overall, the trajectory does nothing but continue to rise, rise, rise. And, right, um, and the only term, people that ever really get hurt is someone that bought at a height and had to sell it like the next day. Okay, because, yes, but that's oh, an you know, it's, it's, people don't realize that it's not. And, and, and I tell people, you know, real estate's not like a stock. You know, a stock, you could buy a stock at $100 a share, and the next day it's $1. Real estate doesn't drop like that unless there's some astronomical, like some crazy thing that happens that, you know, is... Right, is, but is, even is, if that crazy thing happens, Dottie, that's only short-term that the prices might be low. And then they, they, they escalate again. Alfred. I know. Alfred, I, I want you to please come back on the show. You are the best. You are the greatest. And thank you for sharing so much with us. Have a great weekend. We'll My be right back. Dottie. We're going to take uh, the 11 o'clock news, and we'll be back with our attorney, Stephen Everett. Thanks, Alfred. Have a good weekend. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. From the three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.